Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast is the Formula One podcast straight to the apex. The boys are all back together, and aren't we happy? Yes, indeed we are. I'm reliably informed that this is the funniest Formula One podcast you'll ever hear. I mean, it's worth checking out just for that. I think we can agree. While you're here, milling around before we get started, just click that subscribe button. If you haven't already, if you have, big high five. Like the podcast, share it with your friends and family. Uh, Leave a review, five stars, only five stars. Nothing like a five-star review. Um, Basically, get the podcast out into the world so everybody knows how great this Formula One podcast is. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, straight to the apex. Evening, all. We are in season two. Definitely episode five. It is episode five, Tony. We've checked, Andy's checked, Mark's checked. You still haven't checked, and you pretty much want to go to like the stewards and you know debate it a little bit further, but it is episode five. We're straight to the apex. Um I'm once again in the driver's seat, James Stainforth. Uh, alongside here is Mark Wilkins, and at some point soon he will actually wake up to watch. The race is to see Dog Rawson. How are we doing, lads? I'm okay. How are you? Okay, thanks. How are you? I actually thought you were still asleep then. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm no longer tired. I'm over the jet lag. I'm no longer drunk and making very obscene comments in the middle of Madame Two Swords. But um, yeah, I'm good. I'll fill you in later. So, someone, worry, so, someone got in trouble for them, them, them little. Uh, Drunkenness, didn't they, in New York? Which, which ones? There, there was... Yeah. Quite a few. But we can't talk about well, who, who puts a bar? Who puts a bar in... Mad- no, sorry, not one bar. Two bars. Two bars in a museum. Americans. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them. Don't God upset them, Tony. Don't upset Americans. That's the one country you are not allowed to upset. Mexico's still in the bin, isn't it? We'll, we'll get Australia is coming very close to the. It's it's in the bin, but at the top. But we'll get to that. Wow. So yeah, episode five. So uh, as always, massive thanks to Andy and the rest of the crew at Cookie Cast for yet again still putting up with us. It's probably more out of sympathy now because they know we've got to put up with Tony, but. Big shout out to the lads. And as always, share, share the love. Let everybody else know about us on Spotify, YouTube, and anything else you might stream it on. Even if you illegally pirate it, you cheapskate bastards. Share the love. Share the love. So, Australia, what an absolute fucking gem of a race. I have got 12 people finishing, five episodes in, six fucks from Tony, two bastards from Tony, and more red flags than an episode of Jim will fix it. Absolutely, oh, yeah. Grace. And I am really sorry for that comment. And this is me sober. So imagine what I was saying drunk in Madame Two Swords. 
Oh dear. It's all right. That part will probably get cut out. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> we'll just edit that out, Andy. Just that little snippet. Just edit that out. Yeah. We'll start again. Welcome to episode five of Straight to the Apex. There you go. Just just start it there. Uh, so yeah, lads, what what did I miss? Well, we had um, you missed the new segment, Tony's Bold Predictions. We have got oh, part two. I did enjoy that actually. And uh, oh, part two is a corker. I mean, Tony will probably say it's part three or part one, but t- Bold Predictions is a corker later on. Um, Tony hosted. You obviously you heard him fuck that up with the episode number. And still doesn't believe. But no, you were you was greatly missed last last ep- podcast. But now you're back. I did enjoy it. I did I did listen back to it as as always. Obviously, I can't be that guy that does a recording of a podcast or anything and then doesn't really listen to it himself. Mm-hmm. It was good. I enjoyed that one. There were some really good chats going on in there as well. I can't remember what the hell you spoke about, but yeah, really good points raised. Um, Tony, it is episode five. I'll go back and check. I'll definitely go back and check. But obviously, before we get into Australia, you told me you had some um, opinions on Max and his dad. So anything you want to share or are you going to go for that later? Before we get there. No, let's do it now. Yeah, sod it. So he's a dick. Um, That is all. (laughs) No. um, Yeah, it's just... I, I don't know. I actually felt for Max after race before last um, so obviously he, he had challenges what was he I think he started what P15 I think it was if I remember rightly mm-hmm. something like that um, and he fought his way and got to second and also Alonso actually predicting which lap he'd do it in as well I mean bravo awesome. you need to learn from that guy um but yeah, it was it was just that he, he 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 got such a good bloody result and everything else. And when he jumps into his his pit crew and everything like they always do, there's just no reaction from Joss. It's it was it was a slight pat on the shoulder. I don't even think they looked at each other. No, in all no. honesty, I think it was just like a blank stare. It's just the guy's never happy. No, no, he won't good enough to well champion well, himself. And uh, he's pushing Max in it that way to become yeah. an arrogant so-and-so. He's just a dick, isn't he? Mm. I mean, what I was thinking about this today. What what reason would you have to be a Max Verstappen fan? What reason? Dutch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hate Lewis Hamilton? Because a lot, a lot of Brits do. A lot of I mean, Brits that's too, do. Yeah. That's better than me. <laughs> I, I just, the more he speaks, the more it pisses me off. The more he says, it's just the more you're like, what? What is he on about? Like, gun, gun to the head, Tony. If you had to, George Russell fan, Max Verstappen fan. Oh, George Russell every day. Fuck off! No chance. Not George a chance. Russell. George Russell. That's a lie. You'll have been shot now. No, the the one word for George Russell, I think George Russell is naff. Is is just naff as a person. What the fuck? That's it's just it's just it's just 
I mean, Tony, are you awkward. even old enough to know what that word means? I mean, naff was a word that me and Mark used at school. It's just... Even it's then, just, I didn't know what it meant, and I still don't know what it means. Yeah, George true. Russell is naff. Well, it's like that, James. It's like George Russell is like, mm-hmm, meh. It's just, <laughs> it's not, he's not the greatest. He's not, he's not the worst. Is that what he's saying? He's beige. Yeah. It's like, like earlier. It's just, yeah. It's something you forget about. Yeah. I still don't get it, mate. I really don't. It's just, not, mate, like, don't get me wrong. He is annoying as a person when he talks, that kind of that soft voice. And he always he's, he's definitely got word of the word of the day toilet paper out there because he doesn't talk like most of the race drivers. You know, he's got to throw in the big words, even though you don't know what they mean. Like, oh that guy did a it's like that, mate. That's not even a word, mate. I've just checked. Personality. Zero. Well, I, yeah, but <laughs> As a as a driver, mate, he's, he's got a lot. I mean, he's he's pretty much all. In fact, I think he has always outscored his teammates, regardless of hmm. who he's been driving for, what form he's been driving. He's always outscored them. And let's face it, granted, there was doing a lot of tests on the cars last year. A lot of the time, he outperformed Lewis Hamilton. And he did it again this weekend. He, he he qualified in P2. And I think that's where the main point of the hatred is coming from. It's not hatred. It's just annoyance. Is that? Because he's out doing Hamilton. I, Lewis, I want Lewis to get his eighth world title. And it just feels like George is just an annoying like a buzzing fly around shit. Like he's trying to outdo him. Like he's trying to like that try hard kid at school. Do you know what I mean? It's always like he's done all the homework. He's done all everything. And he's, he's just a bit better. Like just, just, I don't know. And, and like, yeah, I give him his props. Yeah. He's got to do that. He's got a, he's in the Mercedes team. He's got a race hard. He is talented. Yes. He's professional. Yes, he is very he's good. Um, but in I'm a, I'm a Lewis fan, Hamilton fan. I want him to get his eighth world title. That means he has to score above George. But George is his own racer in his own right. So he's always gonna try his best and he's always gonna try and beat his teammate and try and score as many points. So it's always going to be there. It's always going to be. So you want him to be more like Bottas, just roll over. Yeah, you've got. And and again, this goes back to arguments I've had before. There's two races in my eyes. There's the best teams work out work, in my opinion. There's one racer that's number one, and there's another racer that's number two, and that's the safest way to drive. So if they ever come near each other. You always have a one, you always have a two. So we don't have this bullshit racing or going into each other or all this, all the bullshit that comes with that. We have a number one driver, we have a number two driver. And that makes the decisions process of every race a lot easier and a lot safer. So, George, 
if you're listening. So sit fucking back, shut the fuck up. All right, that's that's my opinion. All right, that's my opinion. I, I get I get what you're saying. I do, and I, I do kind of agree. I want to see Lewis get his eighth title. Um, Lewis wants to see him get his eighth title. I think all, that's all he wants to do: get his eighth, and then he'll you know he'll hang his helmet up, kind of thing. But we all know how Mercedes work. They, they don't do the your number one, your number two. Mm. You know, they, they, they've got some very simple rules, and I think they're fairly decent. Whoever's in, you know, f- uh, further up in the in the positions in the race, they get priority for the box. I think that's fairly standard. And at the same, it's too early at the moment to be saying, "Oh, number one, number two. Is at the moment they're both in contention. Mm. Now, a little bit later on in the season, you know, if if, if Lewis is ahead by God knows how many points or vice versa, then that's that's when Mercedes might start bringing in the, like, you're number one, you're number two, and this is who we're mm. going to prioritise kind of thing. But it's still early days, mate. What what I don't like, and a bit of a spoiler to the race, I didn't like George on the radio because that's two races now. He's come across like a whining little baby. Like, you you're, telling, mean the, you're telling me to save my tyres, but I'm getting my team, mate. Like, and he did this last week, yeah, the last race, when he was like, oh, I think we should, you know, stay in this position for the team and all that bullshit. I, you are doing it for yourself. Exactly. And that's another thing that annoys me. There's all these little things that add up. Lewis and Lewis being Lewis and lives rent-free in his mind. So he, yes, we're a team, but... He's clearly like I will out outscore him. I will out position him. I will out qualify him. Like in the race, these little comments. Like, mm. but hey, who I'm not from. They're the Formula One drivers, aren't they? They're the experts. They're all selfish. That's probably how they've got there in the first place. Well, they are all whiny. I mean, Max with the. Lewis pushed me off the track. They're all like whiny bitches, aren't they? I mean, Sorry, I did not know about that. He pushed me. He pushed me. I had the line. It's like, no, you didn't, mate. It was a fucking move, mate. Like, I tell you what, let's let's not overtake anybody. Oh, honestly, like they're all at it. They are, like you say, George. I think I think George is. Hmm, I think he's a bit fake in front of the camera, and I, I I feel like maybe he's not the person that's portrayed in front of the camera. And are we starting to see cracks in this now? You know, the whining on the radio. I don't like to admit it. You may be right about George Russell, Tony. Wow. You know, the other thing winds me up. No, no, I, I agree. I, I think he's right. But the other thing that winds me up about the guy, yeah, mate, gloat as much as you want. <laughs> Not going to happen very often, mate, but yes, we agree with you. He okay. always looks. He's gonna cry. He does. That's what I mean. You know what I mean? He's got the really well. light blue eyes, and it's like, oh fucking hell, mate. Come on. Maybe his press office is pinching him because he wants that like look at the camera type look, you know. Like, right, are ready, three, two, one, I'm on camera, pinch me. <laughs> <laughs> he's always yeah. Yeah. Like this, like strike. <laughs> And he's, you know, his eyes are almost glassed over. You're like, are you, are you going to cry or are you trying to stifle a sneeze right now? He's like, I can't really tell. Do you know who he reminds me of? A politician 
it's like yeah. he has the politics answer every time. Yeah, he'd make a good politician. He doesn't answer the question. Well, yeah. Oh, he says he it in the most. around it or answers his own answers a question with his own answer to a different question. Like yeah, yeah just yeah. And what was with what was with him stood in the pit at the end in the, the after the last red flag like leaning against the wall. Yeah, with his glasses on, just sunglasses off. operator, like CSI Miami. He's, he's probably trying to get rid of that little meme thing at the moment of him. He's like, "Oh, here I am, posing as Christ the Savior kind of thing." He's like, "No, no, if I do this, I'll, I'll get something new, and everyone will forget about that stupid yeah. thing." I'm doing. That's what, like, you know, like back at school again, when it's like they're picking teams or something, or they're making everybody do certain things, like. He's the try-hard kid, and he'll like he's up for anything just to try and fit in. And they've gone right, right. We've got a special role for you. We need you to do this pose, and it's really special. And it's a bit out there, but it's really like it, this is one's for you. And he's like, oh fucking yeah, give it to me, I'll do it. Yeah. So he wants to do this. Yeah, I'll do it. And everyone's just like, what a fucking <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that guy. Yeah, you got it, man. Right. <laughs> Mark, I've got a challenge for you, and only because you're really good at all the funny graphics stuff, because well, it's kind of what you do for a job. Mm-hmm. So all the T's in the straight to the apex. <laughs> brand I know you're going to say you want George in his pose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, we've got to get them in. <laughs> we'll, yeah, okay, then. Well, I'll try. I'll try. Oh my God. Keep an eye on the socials for our very brand new Facebook cover coming out, folks. If I ever start posting things on the socials again, I've been really bad at that. Apologies. Yeah, same. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Uh, what news have we got then, guys? Got any news? Any breaking news? Any no news? Uh, only about what you didn't really see on camera. The um, Before the race ended yesterday, on Sunday, the... Um, People were storming the track, which yeah. I didn't realise, and they were yeah, climbing through the fence and everything. But they're obviously going to look into that. But no, I've there not anything else. Videos of that, mm. like climbing over the, the railings. They're on the track, and then you see the cars always. I'm not being funny, but them even when them cars are going slow, they ain't going slow. No, no. I mean, even in the pits, I think the speed they're doing the. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Granted, that's kilometers per hour, and I don't know, yeah. but yeah, they, they, they don't. They don't. I was just do slow. I just you're not real fans if you're doing that. Like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, Sky did touch on it on the commentary, but on was... social media, some of the some of the scenes are just disgusting. Like, there's people on top of the fence, like this, like eight. 12 foot fence, they're on top of it, and then there's on the and this is just after it, every single pit crew had been told you can't go to the fences to do your normal celebrations and stuff like that. And then the crowds are just like, Oh, fuck it, I'm gonna. And then they're picking up the cars, um, afterwards, and there's fans all around the cars with the cameras out and stuff. and Trying to put them on trailers and the car, the, 
like God knows what them fans have done to the cars and just dangerous. Just you know what that, that that kind of brings me to the the other point I was going to bring up with the whole Lewis and the comment of what where the fuck is my team? Because mm. mm. um, obviously he, he he gets out the car, he's celebrating. You know, he's got P two fucking brilliant result for him and everything else. And when he gets out there, he's none, none of his none of his teams there to celebrate and. I don't know who he's talking to, but whoever he's talking to, he actually he just says somewhere, you know, where, where the fuck are they? It's sad, isn't it? But it's dangerous. Mm. These people might not be legit. They might yeah. be stupid. Mm. They might be dangerous people. And I mean dangerous. I'm not going to say the word, but yeah. you don't know what they're intending. No, yeah, you don't know. You don't know. I mean, so some people think that, that that's where Lewis is there. That's where the Mercedes team were. As soon as the crowd got out on the track, they they just closed up all the doors. They they made mm-hmm. sure the car inside. You know they couldn't get onto the into the pit box and all that kind of stuff. To me, that kind of makes sense. But yeah, yeah, some crazy massive penalties for that. Not to oh, drivers or anything. Yeah. For that, but oh, to, 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 uh, you can't be doing that. Can't. Be. Come I on. mean, in, in a football game or a rugby match or anything else like that. You know, if 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 there's Trouble with the crowd, be it a pitch invasion or ripping up seats and throwing them at everyone else like that, the club gets a penalty straight away. They get a fine. Surely that's got to be the same for the track owners. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a shame as yeah. well because I think they've extended they extended the licence there as well to like years in advance, haven't they? Um, yeah, but, you know, breach of contract, like safety is... Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. I know it's Albert Park and I know it's like a... a, a like a... A park that's open to the public the rest of the year, but no, it's um, not. It's not good when you, you've got them going through the cages and stuff. No, no, no. Sad, sad. Mm. Any more news? Is anybody? I don't have any new news. No, no. I ain't seen anything this week. No, nothing really. Um, it's been quite a quiet one. Really. Yeah, it's still quite. I mean, we've got a bit of a break now, four weeks, haven't we? Because Charlie. Yeah. Don't um, like which is a bit odd. Yeah, it's, we're just getting going. We've got a month off. Yeah. Don't like that. Don't like that at all. Don't like yeah. that at all. Yeah, it's yeah, quite, quite a break, won't it? It was another four weeks off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, China. Less, less said the bear. Let's, um... It's only a good race there, though. It is a good track. It needs but... to be around the world, this this F1 doesn't it and China is one of the most biggest nations it's just sad we can't have it there but obviously I understand I understand the reasons there's yeah. a lot of reasons so yeah but yeah yeah not much else yeah, to say maybe, maybe one day maybe well, one day will they go back yeah will they ever go back Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. Might end up... There's money there. Great Wall of China. You never know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The rate it's going. The rate, the rate it's going, I'm telling you. <laughs> the road's getting close. It's getting close. What, what one of the oldest structures in the world... You're selling it to me. You're selling it already. Actually is a prestigious <laughs> structure, Tony. And you're like, oh yeah, let's just get like 
20 bloody F1 cars that can do 250 kilometers to an hour kind of thing. I just have a I've got the jacket. You know, guy, you know, I've got the jacket. Let's tarmac that bitch and let's let's fucking have a tear up. That's all I'm saying. Oh, mate. <laughs> mate. Some... I'm, I'm, I'm full on branding now. So I want George Russell for the cheese and I want you to have a hoodie now that just says, let's tarmac the bitch. <laughs> FIA. FIA. If, if that wasn't like a Bernie Eccleston quote, <laughs> you know, just look, let's tarmac the bitch and get some fucking race cars on it. <laughs> Stroll money, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I know no. some oil money, I can better that. Asian yeah. money. <laughs> Let's go. We'll go build it in five days. Yeah, and it'll probably still be better than Miami. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why well, have a fake marina when you can have a real marina? <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that. That's coming back yeah. up in two races, the big <laughs> marina. Oh, no. No. Oh, God. Anyway, I've got to be yeah. really careful here. Really It'll careful. Be careful. <laughs> I want to make some kind of comment then, but we don't want to upset <laughs> you. No. Let's not you go mentioned, there. You mentioned the, you mentioned Legally, the, they have guns. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. We've already mentioned there. Uh, We've already had one red flag on the podcast. Let's not well, well, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, really I'm, I'm going to send you for free. I'm going to make it. Remember to message you at the halftime what I really wanted to say there. There, yeah. half this podcast is just going to be blared out. It's just going to be silence and just, 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 just random interjections of people. We apologise for loss of audio. <laughs> this is you too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and his intro, bless the guy. So he's just going to be apologising straight away, going, I need to apologise. <laughs> Folks, posting this one, um, this is an 18, and viewers will be offended. Tell you what, though, quick question. Where would you like a GP that's not already got one? Where would you like one? I've got one. Yeah. The Caribbean. I think it'd be nice to have one there. I think it'd be good. So let's go to a country that's got shitloads of poverty. No, no, but, no got all poverty. I mean, there's fuck all there. So literally, I mean, just have you crap. seen like out of sad the hotels? And then mm. let's put, you know, also a lot of like I don't know, gun you crime have, and yeah, but you, like, you could have tracks going to different little bits of Ireland. Like, because some of these Caribbean islands are, like, spread out. So you could have, like, a track going to... It's just an idea. Uh, Different. Uh, the islands are quite small, Tony. I know, I literally. Look, let's have a race on Easter Island. The, the, the track is 50 yards. Yeah, that's true. They are quite small. So Let's go to Jersey. Like... It's about a mile round. Let's just have a track round there. Like, like Yeah, the island would be the track. You've mentioned the Caribbean. Are you smoking something from the Caribbean? <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not tonight. In New York. <laughs> well, I, bet, yeah. I bet they were. I bet Unreal. Everyone walk, you can smell it. It's like, wow. No wonder you were sending them text messages. <laughs> drink yeah, drink yeah. and drugs. Stoned and drunk, and I'm looking at like a wax model of bloody... 
<laughs> well, that's a oh. not looking. <laughs> Cop in a field. I'm going to get kicked out for you. <laughs> red flag. Red a, second and, red flag. God, we're, ne- we're nearly Australia already. <laughs> and we still haven't upset the Americans, so we're doing well. We're doing, we're doing well. well. We're, we're all right now. We're doing great. <laughs> doing great. Qualifying then, lads. Yeah. Hmm. What do you got? I ain't got much. I'm not going to lie. Other than Q1, don't really think much happened. Um, we had a few spins. Yeah, apart from Q1, the first few laps and the red the red flag. Um, it was pretty standard qualifying, wasn't it, really? It was interesting because there was a lot of towing and throwing. When, when we got to Q3 and it was like, oh, Alonso's on provisional, but oh shit, no, Hamilton's took it. Oh no, Russell's got it. Oh, oh now Verstappen's got it. It, it. it was nice just to see that tussle. Hmm. Where did um, the pace come from? That was where really did the pace come from? Because that was really... Yeah. Don't know. Really don't know. I ain't going to complain as long as they can keep it and it's not just like a one-off like it was at times last year. Hmm. Uh, is, is, it, is it just track evolution or I, I don't know no I don't it was I don't it was I mean practice you, you didn't get the feeling that Merck were there well that, that was it I think it was after P2 or something both Lewis and George both turned around and went yeah we're, we're not there and we need a hell of a lot to get there and then the next day they just like hold my beer yeah yeah, yeah. We, weird really strange yeah but Look, we've got to, we've got to talk about Perez. Mm. Look, fly, flying off in his... Uh, did he even get to start his fast lap, or was he still on his out lap? We were seven minutes in, so I think it was probably... I think he was starting his fast lap. He, he must have been. You, yeah. I, you can't see him locking up. On, I, I, I don't it must, know. Yeah, but, it must have been pushing. He must have been pushing. Yeah, but... But even when you watched it, it didn't look like there was much in it. It was it was a lock up. He went he went straight on the gravel and, and into the wall. The only the only real comment I've made there is 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 his comment he made, which was um same fucking issue again. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's exactly the same comment I've made. Yeah, that's a bit odd, isn't it? He had it a couple of times in. I think it was in P three. I think he was locking up again in P three. Mm. But even that had a couple, didn't he? Yeah, even in the race, yeah, yeah, you lots well, of um, supposedly they can't find the issue. They don't know what the issue is. Is is so this what? the raining Perez back in? I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. This is what I wanted to talk about: that the fact that this happens days after you get all over social media. Look how happy Daniel Ricciardo is, and it's like, oh yeah, and he's signing a Red Bull car, and he's. Getting a seat fitted for him, and then Perez goes and does that, and it's like, mate, you you've pretty much just put a nail in your own coffin there. I think mm. different it's... pressure, isn't it? Definitely a different pressure. Yeah, I mean, this Verstappen on his fastest lap did report issues with gear shifts and batteries, so it's yeah, not he's Perez's car. They mm. they seem to be a bit brittle, but. Mm. Yeah, Perez was weird. Well, no, fine, because what they did was they just took Perez's 
gearbox and put it into Max's for oh, the race. Yeah, yeah. You know, that yeah. way there's no penalty, right? It's only yeah. cheating a little bit. Tiny little bit. Oh, so he's going, meh. It's, it's naff. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely naff. Interesting. It's all naff. very interesting. Yeah. What are your thoughts, you dog? Well, uh, what I've already said, it was just really strange, really strange, and the way he couldn't get back was strange as well. Like the way he crashed it and then couldn't get back onto the onto the track was a bit strange as well. Um, yeah, because he but, almost went forward and hit the barrier, didn't he? Like and then he went, it and then looked like he was going to get to that little escape road, and then it kind of reversed. Mm. And then couldn't get back out. Like yeah. it con. Yeah, got, it was got really it. weird that bit though. If you look, like it was like a muddy track right near the barrier, and it was like really like dipped, didn't it? With you like, of... gravel, didn't you? And then what, maybe one meter from the gravel to the actual barrier was just mud. Yeah. You just got stuck. I mean, the, the clearance on them cars is like nothing. So it's it's so easy to beach in them. It must must be so frustrating. Um, but what an awesome driver. Let's give it to him. I mean, in the race, don't want to get there oh. yet. In the, in oh, the oh, race. I don't think we can really comment on his driving in the in the qualifying. Mm. It was like No, it was over and done. He was a good driver. Yeah, you, you can't deny that. He's no, yeah. Yeah, he did really well in the Australian. In, in sorry, not in the Australian, in the race itself. I mean, I, I know he, he didn't make as good a performance as Max did, you know, the previous week getting from 15th to second. But it's a different track. It's Australia. It's not a track known for overtaking. You're stuck in dirty air. Mm. It was never going to be as easy. But, yeah, he really liked was it. Was it turn eight or turn nine? Yeah, he just kept... Literally. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, he was taking another one on that exact same turn. He, yeah, he, he got that bit down to a T. The DRS is it's on that. The DRS. Ball. I mean, let's be honest. That car is they they are sandbagging because <laughs> they, they are sandbagging because when the fact that we'll talk about it after the break, but the fact that. Max was able to pull four seconds in two laps. They are taking the piss. So I think Yeah, I was about to say that. I think they can just turn it on and turn it off. Oh, 100 percent They are they are just doing it because they don't want to be I think we talked about it before. They don't want to show the true colours and how far in front because then everyone will go from even more. They're hard in pace. But I think Perez did do well after the qualifying, but I think that again the red flags and the safety cars did slow him down. I think he'd have got to the podium if if we had a clean race. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair play to him. But no, other than that, pretty, like we all, pretty much just... in the Williams top ten finish. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, he did well in qualifying. Hulkenberg getting tenth. There was, there, was, there was some good results Brad. in there. But, but the Williams in that top 10, it 
it was just screaming to me. It's like you've taken your nan to the ice rink. It's oh, absolutely. Red flag. It's absolutely. We're having a virtual safety no. car. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. They shouldn't really be there, but everyone's looking at them like, "Wow, look, they're doing really well. That's that's awesome. Like, look at them go." I don't know where you're going with this. Okay. Oh, when it's up. Yeah, I, I, um, th- th- there was quite a lot of Nan comments there. I'm a little bit mm. scared. Tony, if you ever want to talk, worry a bit. I mean, I think on that, I think on that note, should we? Uh, yeah, yeah. See you on the other side. Hopefully, when we're not talking about Nans. <laughs> See you in a minute. Bye. Now we're back. Part two of definitely episode five of season two of Straight to the Apex, Tony. Tony is now woken up and is just about to watch the race in Australia, folks. Tony, are you looking forward to it? I can't wait. Sounds like it was a good one. It, it really, yeah, it, it really, mate, it really was a good one. Um, just Did you watch it live, James? Did you get up early and commit and watch it live? Uh, yep, I, I got up. At half past five, I had a cup of coffee. I think I had some cereal. I can't remember. And then watched the race at six. Did you get up and watch it live as well? So I did, yes. So I was running a 10K in Wivensy of all places. But I thought, do you know what? I'll get up at quarter to six. I'll whiz through. I'll watch the race. Granted, the end bit, I was kind of hanging on. But I timed it right. Um, yeah, so I, wa- I watched it live. Um did, did Tony? No. I yeah. actually got a message from Beth during said race while we was watching it live. Um, just letting us know the actual F1 fan was still in bed. She's downstairs losing her mind over the race while Numbnuts there is, is asleep. But No, that can't be right. That, that can't be right, James, because I got a text from Tony to say he woke up to watch the race and got a death stare from his wife who wanted to go back to bed and sleep. So he Fresh. went back to sleep. Yeah, I, I, I got that message. That's a real story. Are you I, telling me that was a lie? It wasn't a lie. Wow. I woke, up, guys. I woke up at five to six. At five to six. And I opened my eyes and sat up. And I saw my wife at the end of the bed. And I looked at her and she looked at me. And she walked. Sound like an art video. And I looked at her <laughs> and she looked at me. And we she all saw the video. And she got back into bed. So I laid there for a second and thought, right, Tony. Oh, you, you laid there and thought she got back in bed. I'm going to get lucky. And then, no, like, I didn't, think, I didn't think that. I thought. Then how, then, how did she send videos of her watching the race? This doesn't make sense. I don't, unless, unless she's then, oh, she's took a video. That's why she stood at the end of the bed. 
because she's uh, just taken a she's getting back into over. bed. Right. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, you know what? If he hadn't have gone to sleep and everything else, we wouldn't have got this beauty. That is true. Mine and Mark's reaction every week when we're about to press record going, oh, Tony's coming. Tony's coming. He's coming. And then we get the message going, I'm going to be 10 minutes late. And then it's us two going, you fucking stupid fucking bastard. <laughs> that is that. absolute comedy gold. I mean, that absolute. for that shit on this podcast, I'm sorry, but. Oh, I, I, yeah. I lost count how many times I watched that. After it was sent to me, I lost count how many times I watched it in the space of 10 minutes. I then went on to share it with a few of my other friends as well, going, now that you've watched the race, here you go. He's a massive Alonso fan. And it, it's the bit when he first screams no and it goes high-pitched. You can you can genuinely hear the guy's heartbreak. It is amazing. So what start was that on? Was that, that the was the fair? third and final start? Oh, oh. oh when, right. when it... When it all went to shit. When it all kicked off. And it I actually again, thought that was his reaction to George going first. George Russell. <laughs> it, this is the problem. George Russell has given me this kind of PTSD now of every first corner because he's gonna hit you just you just deep down, you've seen it so many times. He's gonna hit he's gonna hit But it wasn't in the race at that point. I know, but now after that, after every race after that, every start after that, you just feel like deep down somebody's going to hit the driver that you want. Like, because it's all come from him. It's all come from him. So we're, we're saying Alonso being taken out By in, in lap 55, I think it was. Was George Russell's fault? No, it, no. My my feel, my anxiety of the first corner has come from many first corners in the past of George Russell smashing my drivers, my drivers out. Oh, you mean last season? So Alonso yeah, yeah, went off yeah. in this race in lap yeah. fifty-five was due to something that George Russell did. Last year, yeah, because I'm I'm like this. That I'm that like, is please please please, please. psychological. Yeah, I mean, please just let my I can see Ashton Kutcher redoing the butterfly effect, and taking on the it. No, no, forget that quantum leap. Doctor Sam Beckett leaps back in time, taking over George Russell to make sure he doesn't hit somebody 
so that in two years' time, Alonso has a crash. And that will be that will be the mission he has to do to get his leap home. And everyone gets the happy ending they wanted from Quantum Leap. I, I just I do like in my mind to think that that whole reaction was the first start where George Russell passed Max. Because if you play it again and just think of that first start. Why don't, why don't we just play that and call that every start? That's every start to every GP. Oh, just play that. Just play I'm, that. I'm going to be downloading the audio. I'm going to edit it and I'm going to make that my text tone. That's it. That's that great. Audio. Oh, I want my, my text tone. That just, audio. Just all the oh. messages. You just hear him shouting, you stupid bastard. <laughs> because Alonso got tagged. Then Stroll just went off for no reason. I sound. Cheers. 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 Great, great Aston Martin driving there. Fantastic. Um, and then out of nowhere, the um, the Alpines just decided to collide and absolutely annihilate each other. So it was like, whoa, this is all kicked off. Let's start, the like... Let's start at the beginning. We're, we're start at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have... Gone straight to the. I mean, granted, the, the end is what we're really going to be talking about here because that's where it all really went for it. But so yeah, from, from the start, Russell took the lead really well. Then the clerk went off. Um, Stroll punted him off. Yep. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. Um, Alan, good lad. I'm just going to kind of quickly go through it and then we can just talk about bits of yeah. it. Yeah, obviously Leclerc goes off into the gravel. Albon goes off in lap seven, but that's when gravel goes absolutely everywhere. The bit that's really scary about that is after he hits the gravel and all you've got is that big cloud of dust, and then it, I think it's Hulkenberg, isn't it? He just comes flying off the bend. and He probably misses him by a couple of feet, if that. Mm-hmm. It's scary, but yeah. Red flag, which was upsetting because uh, George Russell had just boxed. He'd just got his fresh tyres and everything else. Like, yeah, I can see you there, T-Dog. Just got his fresh tyres and it was all, you know, it's like it's probably a really good move. And then red flag and everybody. Well, no, I'll give the guy his due. He said, no, no, there was sorry there, George. You know, we we made a bit of a mistake there. It is a red flag. You know, we've jeopardised you. And he said, I went, look, we did the right thing. Yeah, you know, give the kids some credit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think they restarted in lap ten, um, and you had Max moaning down the radio about Lewis because um, he wasn't he wasn't ten car lengths behind the safety car. Mm. So That's not the rule, Max. That's not the rule. <laughs> no, I, I was worrying though at times. I was, yeah. you know, when. You, it from Lewis's car and then you get around the corner and you still can't see the safety car like oh shit he's, he is going to get penalised here and when they said they was investigating it I thought oh he's done here he's and then yeah. obviously someone knew the rule and someone didn't <laughs> what a shame yep did enjoy that bit prick <laughs> um, then you got that, that nice little bit of a well I, I, I put it as a fight between Max and Lewis it, 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 it won't, really, unfortunately. I mean, it was nice to see them too, but 
up against each other again and stuff like that, which I've said I've said in the past. But at, at the moment, Max is like fucking Thanos. He, he just looks at anyone and just goes, you know, I am inevitable and fucking flies by the bastards. But I've I've so never seen the pass. Collapse. I've never seen a pass on that corner. Like like he, that. He did that like nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, four seconds in two laps, and then he went to six. Because you saw the gap grow and grow, and you thought, wow. And then I think almost he was like, oh shit, I best back off here. And then he went off, and then the gap went down, and then he slowly built it back up. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um lap 18. This is a, a point that Tony will really want to talk about here. Um, George Russell's car becoming Thunderbird 1. Absolutely fantastic. A, well, maybe yes. not Thunderbird 1, but maybe like um, Tim Burton's Batmobile kind of thing. You know, yeah, with Oh, back. Uh, like yeah. um, Top Gear drag car. What? But it stayed the right way around because Hammond wasn't driving it. Ooh. Ooh. On a clean run. On a clean run. BBC really ain't going to like me on this podcast, are they now? <laughs> that license thing. Jimmy, you go off the top. Yeah. Hell. Wait till I get onto The Apprentice and Bake Off. Go on, you guys. Be careful. <laughs> Gary, Gary Lineker will be after you soon. <laughs> Here I am eating a bag of Kravers instead because I don't want this. <laughs> what are you going to do, mate? You naff. <laughs> oh, no, it was his. It was amazing. Like watching that the flames come from the back of that neck, the George Russell inside was just it was a pleasure to watch. And supposedly it sounded amazing as well. Like it sounded like it was gonna really it was like a jet engine flying past. Mm. I, I'm oh. not I am not going to lie. I think it is because I didn't go to bed till late the night before. Obviously, I was awake extremely early, so I think I was a little bit tired when that happened. And at first, thought that was just a normal feature on the car. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" Well, that's a super yeah. duper DRS there. Oh no, that's not right. Fast and Furious nos turn on. Yeah. Well, the thing that I love is you know it's on fire, so it's it's something's wrong drastically and then just to add insult to the whole mechanical engine they then absolutely flog it to death with fire extinguishers just to fuck it and to completely fuck the car up i love that i love no, that, that. Was I mean, in fairness, that was the car was on fire tony i mean i mean i know so they had to extinguish it a birthday kick where they could just go up to it and go <laughs> make a wish guys you know fucking things on fire that was on yeah. the effect Woody's face. <laughs> it's like, it's like a chip pan. A wet towel on it will be fine. So, yeah. Yeah, it was. And obviously it was George as well. So it was all real upsetting. And my heart bled a little bit. And, oh, yeah. the violins came out. And, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you thinking, ben, Woody, Ben. Melt <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the only guy when you're watching Toy Story three and they're going into that little fire pit at the end. Yeah, what are you going? That's you, George. Go yeah. on, burn. Wow, 
Very dark. Welcome to Straight to the Apex, folks. Oh, uh, this God. is not the dark line. Other <laughs> <laughs> uh, things I've put, signs. He had a really good drive through most of the race. We'll get to the main point on signs soon, though. And obviously, we've already touched on it earlier on. Perez, with, with his drive. Yeah. Guy did really well there. He was having a really good drive. Boston. And then, well, something that George Russell did about two years ago, kind of shot all over Perez and eight other drivers all in one go. Yeah, that's how that happened. Yeah. So, what I've got on that was K-Mag's tyre. Um, I think he went over a bumper or something like that, didn't he? And snapped his suspension or something. Did he? It, it Did he? He just not, went wide and the tyre hit and him. Just, he, didn't, he didn't realise it had come off. It was <laughs> It was almost like he'd stopped concentrating. It was almost like he yeah. was a bit tired and he was just like, oh, oh, oh well. Oh. It's another one of the added features. It's a way of reducing weight really quick to get a few, you know. Yeah. He did it for the drama on um, Drive to Survive next year. There was a button that Netflix pressed and his tyre just popped off so they can talk about it. Yeah, he yeah. ready to come in. The way it, like, blew up, though, that was, like, the rim just shattered and yeah. it hit somebody in the crowd and, like, crazy. Yeah. And that's, was it a red flag? Was it a red flag? I would say yes. I would it say the, the debris on the track, yeah. I'd even say the gravel one was a red flag. You've yeah, you two red flags, you cannot drive through all that gravel. I don't know why. I guess the gravel it's definitely was a red flag. Mm. I'm trying to... Yeah, because didn't his didn't his tire hit hit another car behind and that's where we got all the debris? I'm trying to bloody remember. No, it hit the wall. The tire bounced up. The t- yeah, they hit the wall, didn't they? I think we'll, we'll go together, Tony. It bounced across the track, and I think the car smashed into pieces, wasn't it? it, it yeah. It, yeah. So further down, you had a car with three wheels, an absolute wrecked rim, and then mm. further up the track, you then had a wheel, debris, and then further up the track, you'd had the impact on the wall and more debris. Mm. And that, some they're saying that's debris has also gone in the air, come down and splash somebody's arm as well. Yeah. Oh, really? But it's it's part street circuit. So, yes, red yeah. flag. Clear clear it. Get the car off the track. It's safety. It's all about yeah. safety. These cars are driving it very, very, very quickly on a designated area. It needs to be perfect. You can't drive through carbon fibre. You can't yeah. drive through gravel because yeah. it'll click up and hit the driver. The the um, halo won't do anything for no. that. And, I mean, no. Lewis had said on the radio, there's a lot of debris on the track. And I was like, yeah. yeah. It, 100% it's red flag every day of the week, unless it's a wide old-school prestigious track where you can take them off the track, you know, and go around it, and then they can sweep yeah. it. But, again, the marshals have got to all be on that track it's a red flag. I, I, yeah, I don't get the the drivers moaning about it, but it actually set up what potentially was a two two lap sprint race. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I was getting really excited for that, and then that went to shit. Because oh 
Christ. Yeah. K-Mag went off. Red flag. They all went in. Then they came back out. Then they came back out. And, and that, that was the him. next start. And that's when it became the absolute shit show. But that Sorry. is racing. And that is what we all pay to see. Drivers on the edge of the limits. Oh, yeah. To win. To win yeah. points. And if that means people crashing into each other, into a wall, lose it, that's fine. That that video of me there, that's why we watch it, for emotion. Yeah, yeah. For that passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And everything else. Like, I get that. Mm. Although I'm a little bit concerned about you, Tony. You're like, you know, we want to see crashes. We want to see this. You know, if we see a decapitation I, here and there. I'm having a good day. Like, fucking hell, mate. Like, no, I agree with the red flags. Completely agree with I them. Do. Yeah. I don't understand. And it, this is pisses me off that people are questioning them. How can you question the red flags? Who are you to question them? It just shows you're, you're a bandwagon F1 fan, motor racing fan, and you are immature in motorsport because you don't... You, the red flag for a reason. It's for safety. It's not for entertainment. It's, it's, I think my news broken because this guy down here is making sense. Yeah, I, I don't like it. And I, I, I made you guys up the wrong way. This as well. That as soon as there's people having to get on that track, it, it's a red flag all day. And it's one of the things that they didn't do enough of last year. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. you know, stewards are on the track because they can't see where they're going. So we're going to do a virtual safety car. Like, what? No. Mm. no. no. The, first, mm. the first red flag, science was like pleading in the car and doing all this. Just because you got caught out, mate. If you exactly. were Lewis, Lewis got shit on when it was a safety car because George went in the pits, rightly so, because he was the lead car. Lewis would have got shit on. And it just so happened that then the red flag come out and George got shit on. But if science was Lewis, he would not have moaned on the radio. And that goes back to the point we made in the first half. They're all selfish. They look after themselves and they like footballers now. You can't believe... What they say on the radio is just for them. Going back to the first... A lot of that radio is gameplay. Yeah, oh, it is, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've you know Lewis was doing a lot of it again, going, oh, I don't know if his tyres are going to hold, man. Yeah, yeah. It's one of his oldest ones. Yeah, but- I, yeah, yeah. And again, why I, I don't know. They just, again, that's us, because we've been watching it for so long. They say things on the radio to test the water, to try and put the other team off. That's part of the game. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. That's yeah. part of the game. I, I've got to ask. And I think it's a good talking point as well. And it is about Sainz's five-second penalty. I'm not going to say should he or shouldn't he have had it because we all know the answer to that. But should they have told him? So do you think he should have got the penalty? Do I think he should have got the penalty? Hmm. I think it was a bit harsh, but going by the rules, you caused a collision. Totally agree. So, yeah. Totally agree. Because, yes, all the cars are bunched up about the safety car. Yes, it then seems a harsher penalty. 
Yeah, if, if, it was, if it was lap one, it would probably be deemed as like a racing incident. Hmm. But well, the penalty for the penalty. There's, there's, no, there's no penalty to say, well, actually, you hit him. We'll just move you back a place. Yes, the penalty was that they went back to the original order, so Sainz missed out on the podium. But then you caused that. So, well, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's not even that bit. Um, I know what you're on about. Yeah, they had to do that because of what you know the whole Silverstone thing last year and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I think they did well to actually keep to their standards and stuff like that. The reason I'm saying should they have told signs there is going back to the safety thing. Yes. As soon as that was announced, you've got one... We haven't even got one lap. It's a case of the safety car's going to peel in at the pit lane and then you're all going to roll over the the, the, the chequered flag. Hmm. But Signs even said it. Was it... Oh, no, I think it was Jensen... No, it was Jensen Button on, on commentary. He said every single person behind him is going to be right up his ass now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I just kept thinking they should have waited till after the race and then gone signs you're getting a five second penalty just for a safety standpoint kind of thing because as soon as that safety car was in they're all going to bunch up and if one of them go quick enough you're going to have another bloody accident out there. Well, the Lewis warm-up lap all them cars that were going too fast and shooting off the track and they were almost tried to blame Lewis and I was like no, no, no they've got to be accountable and think Oh, there might be a car on the corner. Just go steady. It's a warm-up lap. Yeah. People are so quick to criticise. It's insane, like, mm. isn't it? Just on this, on this, all these points. All the FIA are there for safety. Now, I agree with you, James. Why did they do it then? They should have done it after the race. Mm. Yeah, they should. However, however, they. He did it. He caused a racing incident. Should did they have to nip it in the bud then? Did they have to? Well, because the penalty, and then they got the time to then sit and go. He caused a collision there. Yes, that's a. I mean, if it was in a race, we would have had three or four, five laps gone by the time they would have then gone. By the way, this is your penalty. But because they had time. Hmm. To, to evaluate and make a decision, I think their hands were, were tied. I don't think they were stupid. I think their hands were tied and they had to make that what decision. What it is, me is it, it's that one rolling lap. There's nothing after that. Mm. At any other time in the race, you know, if there's like 20 laps left or something like that, and or you're already going at full speed, and then they go, you've got a five-second penalty. All the drivers behind you know that, but there's not much they can do about yeah. it then. Yeah. You know, so they've got to catch up, or it's just a case of, look, mate, try and close that gap between you and science, get that lower than five seconds so he ends up behind you at the end. Absolutely fine with that, but because it's that kind of, there's going to be 100 yards of racing, effectively, mm. and every fucker behind you is going to be so far up your ass. When you cough, you're going to taste brill cream. That, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... Why didn't they send the race? It was done, then they could have gone, so you are getting a five-second penalty for that, and that puts you in 12. It's not not like the other week where it's like, hey, Alonso, you didn't get it. And then five hours later, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But that's the thing. Again, damned if they do, damned if you do. Yeah. It was a fast last race, but then this race, 
Oh no, that was unsafe. Do you know what I mean? I get why they finished the race because you then got the allotted laps in. I mean, basically, they were set up for a two lap sprint. There was a big accident. Shit, what do we do now? They should have just gone behind the safety car, kind of finished, or then said, right, do you know what? We'll call it there. That's the order before we started. Jobs are good. Why Hass yeah. thought they could appeal it, the order? That was a bit odd because Gunter Starner was like, we're definitely got a case. No, you haven't. Because they didn't pass through a section like the sections with the sectors we see are halved and halved again for the FIA, and I don't even yeah. think all the cars pass through one. So you can't you can't give that as an order. So do you think the right decision was made in the end to yeah. restart the race as it was as they did? I yeah. think it was. I think yeah, it was. It took a long time to get there, did. but I agree. Yeah, totally right. I totally. I think they got it right. At least they took the time doing it. They didn't just rush through it or anything else like that. Yeah. I mean, the Alpine... The, the Alpine. They're going, oh, you know, you should maybe do this. Yeah. Mm. The, Al, the Alpines, what the fuck happened there? I do not know. He just... Gasly just didn't see him. It was... Yeah. There was no in it. It was, uh, it was just blind spots. Yeah. He just... He just, just didn't just see him. Yeah. Because they're saying the cars are right off. Both cars are absolutely mangled. Well, yeah. They, no wonder they're against that concrete wall. Like, yeah. And I haven't heard anything much since. Yeah. I don't know if you right. get that. Yeah. Running short on time. Anyway, guys, so what's these bold predictions then that we had? So, well, I'll just quickly wish through them. So, Tony's bold predictions. Perez breaks down. He, he did in qualifying. But um, he's not having that. It's still wrong. Aston Martin will crush it. Mm, Mercedes were quicker than them. Wrong. Yep. Nobody ever saw crap. I mean, Leclerc was on the floor. Yeah. 50. One of them went off. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll kind of give him kind of that because it won't yeah. yeah. The so, biggest laugh of the whole weekend was when signs flew from third or fourth after that that last lap. He literally, I've never seen a driver fly from one position off the scale so quick on the left-hand side of the screen after, when they all finished at the end. Honest to God, he literally <laughs> just got wiped and he just went, yeah. <laughs> honestly, it was so funny, so funny. It was just like game over. So, do you want me to go to the predictions then? Um, Aye. So, okay, so I'll start with the girls first. So, Katie went for Alonso, Lewis and Russell. So, she got uh, Lewis in second. So, she got two points, doubling her score to four points. Charlie went for Max, Alonso, Leclerc. She obviously got Max correct, got three points. She's on six points. I like your enthusiasm. We, Beth, we nearly got there. We nearly got there. Beth had no points, even though she literally is Tony's research. She went for Max Perez Russell. She got Max. She's got a total of three points. So the boys. The big boys. So I went for Max Perez Alonso. I got Max and Alonso. 
So I went from three points and I jumped to seven points. Nice. James, Max Perez, Alonso. Also, there was no conferring, was there? You sent me yours. No. I was in a different zone. Exactly. So again, you went from four points to eight points. Ooh. Mr. I'm cocky and had a big lead and now it's only down to two points. Had Max, Alonso and Stroll. And only Max Verstappen saved him. He went from seven points to ten points. So with a slim lead is Tony with ten, followed by James with eight, me with seven, Charlie hot on my heels with six, Katie on four, and Beth now on three. Wowza. Wowza. Well, Adam, Adam as well did give some predictions. Max Perez Leclerc, he only got Max correct. Ah, okay, that's that column. But he don't get any points because he's not every, on every week. That's his his fault. Um, so I haven't asked Charlie our predictions this week yet, and I've only just realised now that I'm making notes. I'm like, oh shit! So should we get the girls off air and just put them onto the social so they're official and just well, get I, ours? Or I was going to say because we've got a bit of a break now. Why don't we do? our predictions and the girls' predictions in a couple of weeks and we'll do a, another podcast. We'll, we'll do a, yeah, we'll, we'll do a mid-break one. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we can, you know, there's lots to talk about Merck, there's lots to talk about, and we, we haven't even touched on, well, we'll touch on it a bit, super-duper Red Bull, why are they so fast? Because... <laughs> Not cheating, sorry. <clears throat> I mean... Actually, that was one of the things I liked in the in the last episode. And I think I, I think it was Adam that was touching on it, and he, he said with, with them, you know, that little bit of a budget breach. You know, yes, it's cheating, but the, the risk appetite of it gives you potentially four years of domination. Hmm. I thought it was a really good point that was raised. Yeah. That so, I yeah, yeah, we should touch on. Maybe that that good pointedness from the Rawson has kind of rubbed off on Tony tonight because I feel like he's been in touch, in touch with you know normality until he talked about weird shit and George Russell causing a crash when he was in the pits. But you know, apart from that, he made some sense tonight. But this and is when he like grabs his skin there and just rips it off like Mission Impossible style, and it's like Adam underneath. I mean, no, for, it's, for me, it's all me. I mean, have you, have you ever noticed, I've never seen Tony and Adam in the same room? No, never. No. Yeah. Wow. You, I think you have. I mean, Shut up, Tony. Like, I, don't, I, don't want to go, I don't want to mention the go karting again, but you've, you've made me do it. What kind of Adam beat me. Must have been. Can't have been you. I mean, for a laugh, should we play the video again, James? Because I really do want to. <laughs> I mean, and it will be on the socials as well. Once yeah. this podcast is out there, it is going on the socials, folks. We can have, Ladies we and can gentlemen, have... this is start number, the last start, the last start. I, I call this recording passion. <laughs> Oh, no! 
thing i like about that video is, is the, that the very end i literally just go <laughs> it's your dog i can't remember which one it is but he just kind of like looks at you carries on doing what he's doing and looks at you again and he's just like he's <sighs> not even again fuck's sake not even face, but at least he's not from the TV remote this time. I mean, all we can do is say, Beth, you married him. I mean, like, bang. That's it. Yeah, and, and maybe just get him some um, plastic cutlery or something like that going forward, just so that, you know, if he just slam his hands down, he doesn't break any of the nice china. In fact, I've still got John Spider-Man plates in the, in, in the cupboard there. You, you can maybe have them when he grows up, he don't need them anymore. I've got uh, Gabby's Hello Kitty bowl you can borrow. That's plastic. There you go. <laughs> nah. I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Next time, we should do story time again. Okay. And maybe a quiz, because we haven't had one yet. Well, that is true. We haven't had a quiz. True. Yeah. Very I'm, good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling real good. Well, let's, let's get it all. Let's, let's figure out who's going to sort out the quiz and whatnot, and then we'll. Oh, mate, do I ask Charlie to put a quiz together or something? Oh, now that let's, could be let's go off air and let, let's get like yeah. an Uber quiz kind of going. What one that we're all going to be fucking shit at? Yeah, yeah. Or at least Mark, anyway. Hmm. You know, but it'd be nice if he doesn't win, win one for once. Awesome. But yeah, and on that one, folks, that is it. The end of what is definitely episode five. Definitely, Tony. Supposedly. Supposedly. Uh, I've been your host again, James Stainforth, with Mark and T-Dog. He's finally awake, but unfortunately, it's now time for Azerbaijan and not Australia anymore, Tony Rawson. Um, as always, big shout out to Andy and CookieCast. Share the love. Make sure everyone's listening to it. Your window cleaner, your dog walker, your cousins, whatever. You know, your mistress. Even some random guy who's just walking by on the other side of the street, just run up to him, go square into his face. And when you're right in there and he's looking all scared, just go, have you listened to Straight to the Apex? And then just walk off. Why the fuck not? Freak him out. But yeah, share the love, guys. Um, lads, had fun again as always. Speak to you again in a few. See you later. Toodles. Bye. So there we go. What do you think to that? Fantastic as always. Looking forward to the next race. If you are, let these boys know. Drop them a line. You can do it in a multitude of ways. Jump over to the website, grab hold of one of those social media links, let these guys know. Uh, or send them an email. It's the cookiecast.com. Uh, recently renewed cookiecast.com. That's right. While you're here, before you go, if you haven't subscribed, please do. It's a little click of a button. It means a lot to us. It means a lot to the guys. It means a lot to the Formula 1 boys. Just a little click of a button. Also, if you're clicking buttons, you might as well click that like. And uh, if you've got 
a few spare minutes on your hands, you could leave a lovely little review telling the whole world how much you love the podcast. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. This has been another episode of CookieCast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.